Really? <laughs> that was a very avant-garde record. It was, uh, they pressed, they pressed it off-center. The hole was not in the middle of the record, and they wanted it that way. And also the speed. You're supposed to vary the pitch on your Victrola when that record is playing. You're supposed to modulate it between uh, 68 and 81 RPM. That was Dota Mamorosa, and it was called Tone Paintings Number 1. The show opened up with uh, Rube Bloom, not a great piano player, and he did that futuristic rag. This is Courtney T. T Edison, your country here on WFMU, every Tuesday night from 7 to 8 o'clock, following the crazy music show and uh, followed by Maurice Coney Island here on WFMU. Now, look, we have a special feature. Usually this part of the program is when we, we bring on uh, Gus Bodenheim. He's over there in the announcer's booth, sticking his tongue out at me. He's got a hell with you. Anyway, um, Gus, is, he's a very transgressive man. He's, he's full of uh, subterfuge and misdirection. Now, his latest stratagem, is using, it, get, it is called transient global amnesia, or TGA, transient global amnesia. And he uses this as an, an excuse for his misdeeds. So, so he, he, he learned about this condition recently, TGA. So he, he does some dastardly deed, then he pretends he does not remember. Now, his reliance on the, the, the TGA exemption as he calls it. It's not the same. It's not the same as his rage blackouts. Did I discuss those before, the rage blackouts, but the, the TGA excuse is similar. It's, it's Gus's refusal to accept accountability for his actions, which are usually harmful to others, but he, he describes it as, as good, clean fun. It's this sort of behavior that leads many people to believe that Gus Bodenheim is a lizard person a shape-shifting reptilian alien. Now, I believe he's going to address that in today's special announcement, which also includes a, a birthday tribute to someone very close to him. So here's today's announcements from Gus Bodenheim on the Old Codger Radio Show. Hello, this is beloved media personality Gus Bodenheim with a special radio outreach. Yes, today I step out of my role as commercial spokesman, strap on my heart-to-heart -heart hat, take the reins and don the mantle of a new communicative endeavor so obviously complex I cannot say with certainty that I'll be able to find my way out of this very sentence. Oh, good. Today we offer a Bodenheim Bulletin, and with your kind permission I'll address two topics of a personal nature. First, as every school child knows, today is the birthday of my brother, literary legend Maxwell Bodenheim. My brother Max was the premier poet of his age, the kind of wordsmith whose fickle affections caused lovelorn dames to hurl themselves in front of subway trains. Why? Love of Max. Now that's poetry. Robert Frost never inspired such devotion. Not a single babe ever so much as threatened suicide over that hack. Ted Hughes, I'll grant you, but his adjectives, ugh, flame-red moon. The only thing that should have been flame-red is his face for excreting such doggerel. Max's adjectives were many and exquisite, obliquely contouring his verdant crystalline nouns to create a brawling world of curiously elastic prayers. Max was a born poet, bringing forth cascades of brutally acute lyricism, as naturally as other men vomit, himself included. I was very young when Maxwell was assassinated, but I'll never forget the misanthropic gleam in his eye, his mystic ability to seemingly pull a fresh cigarette out of thin air when all about him were jonesing and impotent nicotine deprivation. How deftly he would snatch a tuna fish sandwich from the rapidly closing automat window, evading all snitchly accusations with a torrent of eloquent obscenities. But mostly, I'll remember the waft of his arrival, a dream cloud of camphor, Canadian whiskey, and liniment. Smell you later, Maxwell. You made me all I am. Which brings me to what in fact I am, am. An increasing number of impertinent correspondents have accused me of being a, quote, lizard person. 
They cite my reptilian sheen. They allege beady eyes and forked tongue. Others note my side-to-side gait and say, hey-ho, yonder crawls one of your lizard men. How then do these whore-sun finger-pointers account for my mammalian traits, my thick fur, my nipples? Am I then to be called a monotreme? I find it interesting, this urge for desperate classification. I regard myself as not only genus-fluid, but utterly classless. My custom-made cloven shoes do not define me as an ungulate any more than my pouch makes me a marsupial. For the record, my preferred collective nouns are herd or gaggle, and while I do enjoy the odd mealworm and have been able to change color based on my surroundings, right now, by the way, I boast the exact warm gray of this chair's upholstery. I'm no more a lizard than I am a Freemason, those bastards. But I am, always, yours truly, Gus. And on that, I give you my word as a Bodenheim. Thank mm-hmm. you.
have had a ranch in Sun Valley, a Westchester home, I confess. But to each proposition, I just wouldn't listen. No, I couldn't say yes. I could have been so famous in pictures. Could have won my Oscar, I guess. But when Oscar came for me, all he did was bore me. I couldn't say yes. I could have had a mink or ermine. The way that some girls do. Had I been swayed by Herman, he said, girls get minks like little minks do. I could have had my clothes made at Mildred's. Hats by Lily Dashay, no less. Ah, so many things, but they all had strings. So I couldn't say yes. Then I met this man who was different. He was like no other. Instead of that old wolf approach, he treated me like a brother. I felt at last that this was the real thing. The one who'd bring such happiness. Ah, the love of my life. Until I met his wife. So I couldn't say yes. Uh-uh. No, I wouldn't say yes. The flowers always fall away from showers in the spring. Robins will sing. And June time follows May time. That's when Cupid is the king. Wedding bells ring A new year follows each December when it's through And I'd be lonesome if I couldn't follow you Anywhere I may find you, I don't care where Look behind you, I'll be right there following you around Rain or shine, you can't shake me Cause I don't mind where you take me I'll spend my time following you around Faster I get a kick following you around Anywhere I may find you I don't care where Look behind you I'll be right there Following you around And rain or shine You can shake me Cause I don't mind Where you take me I'll spend my time Following you around Oh honey you know does no good wherever you go i'll be in the neighborhood and if you run i'll run faster i'm gonna stick just like a plaster cause i get a kick following you around anywhere i may find you i don't care where look behind you i'll be right there following you That was a very famous uh, entertainer by the name of uh, Chick Endor. He started the whole stalking craze back in the 1920s. And he started it with a song called Following You Around. That was Fred Elizalde on the piano behind Chick Endor. Now, uh, before that was Penny Malone, and I couldn't say yes. And yes, uh, you, yes Sophie Tucker never would have sung that song. Ah, too clean for her. Slim Gaylord, his, his quartet, Scotching with the soda. Uh, Saul K. Bright and his uh, Holly Wyan. It's hard to say. Holly Wyan. Wy- Wy- it's like Hawaii and Hollywood. 
Anyway, they did Irving Berlin's Heat Wave, and Charlie Johnson's Paradise Ted gave us hot-tempered blues, all here on the Old Codger radio show. Now, I, I wanna, I'm very happy to announce that, uh, you, know, you know, maybe a few months back, you remember, we were doing the fundraiser here, and uh, we were going to offer you the Old Codger 1922 Wonder Drug and Miracle Cure Calendar. Well, it's gone off to the printer. That's right. It was designed by Laura Bodenheim. It's a beaut. Now, besides being good for 1922, which which might come back, you, you never know. I mean, the ukulele came back. Anyway, this calendar, the 1922 Wonder Drug and Miracle Cure Old Codgers calendar, is also good for 2023, which I understand is on the way that year. So anyway, um, this magnificent calendar, it was a prize we offered uh, back in March when we held the Old Codger radio program fundraiser. You remember many generous people, uh, maybe you were one of them. You pledged enormous amounts of money to the station and to this program specifically, uh, and we promised to send you one of these calendars. Now, of course, you know that we did pocket 85% of your donations. Remember, it helps defray expenses for what we refer to as infrastructure, as bourbon, uh, cigars, maid service at the Pouton Shanty, girly mags, uh, and trinkets for chorus dames and floozies. Anyway, look, not everybody donated. We learned, it is not a surprise, uh, we discovered that some listeners are tightwads. That's right, we call them tightwads. That's right. And penny pinchers. They pinch their pennies. Yeah, they wouldn't toss a dime into our tip bucket when we implored them to donate back in March. Well, these people are not going to get the calendar, the, the, the Wonder Drug and Miracle Cure calendar. They're not going to get it. That's right. Which means they will not get the important life-saving information that's in the calendar. They're going to miss the Wonder Drugs and the Miracle Cures and the Radium Remedies and the Tasty Tonics and the, the Nerve Mending Nostrums that could help them overcome uh, the digestion indigestion and dyspepsia and fevers and loss of strength and lack of energy, uh, liver decay. I'm just trying to think of everything I've gone through. Uh, a bowel disorder, a kidney malfunction, anemia, lethargy, and general wasting away. That's right. And also these people they, 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 who didn't donate, not getting the calendar. They, they suffer from weary brains and consumption and locomotor ataxia. And, and, and mental disorders, and nervous prostration, and pain, and perplexity, and bilious diseases, and scrofula, and hangovers. And they will continue to suffer, because they're not going to get the 1922 Wonder Drug and Miracle Cure calendar designed by Laura Bodenheim. So, tough luck, cheapskates. That's all I got to say. Okay, let's go back to the music here on the Old Codger Radio Show on WFMU. Oh boy, I'm in the groove. Oh boy, my job's improved. Gang's okay this very day. I'm a student in swing school. Oh boy, this swinging craze has got me in a daze. Dancing night, eat a bite, I've learned the swinging rule. Paid my tuition for my one ambition. Here's my rendition. Take a tip from me and join the jammery. Oh boy, swing out with glee. If you just jam with me, shout for joy with the high below. I'm in the groove, oh boy. Oh. For my one 
one ambition. Here's my rendition. Oh boy, swing out with glee. If you just jam with me, shout for joy in the groove, oh boy, groove.
East End was once a happy town where harmony and love was busting out at all the seams and in the trees above. The dove of peace was laying eggs. There were no signs of strife, for each man loved his neighbor and sometimes his neighbor's wife. But a sudden change soon come about. Storm clouds were in the sky. Nobody stopped to kiss a body coming through the rye. For each man eyed his neighbor with malice and with hate. Housewives no longer spilled the beans across the garden gate. We had a war, a civil war. Folks asked us what we all were fighting for. Well, most of us wanted water means and sewers and bathtubs too. But the rest of them decided they would make the slop pails do. It was sewer pipes versus slop pails. The town was split in two with profane propaganda. The air was often blue. The sewer and water faction had a sanitary plank. They said shallow wells and slop pails and toilets always stank. We had a war, a civil war. Folks often asked us what we're fighting for. Well, most of us wanted water means and sewers and bathtubs too. But the rest of us decided they'd make the slop pails do. But the slop pailers were stubborn. They fought with tooth and nail. They said our nitwit council should be languishing in jail. Well, they told how high taxation and plumbers' union fees would land us in the poorhouse and they'd throw away the keys. We had a war, a civil war. Folks often asked us what we're fighting for. Well, most of us wanted water mains and sewers and bathtubs too. And the rest of them decided they would make the slop pails do. But when that vote was counted, those slop pailers met defeat. And dragline started tearing up our quiet village street. And peace and harmony once more displaced the grapes of wrath. So when next you visit East End, just Stop in and have a bath. We had a war, a civil war. Folks asked us what we all were fighting for. Well, most of us wanted water mains and sewers and bathtubs too. The rest of them decided they would make the slop pails do. Once I thought I would go in for flying and so A chap took me up in his plane Thought some stunts he would try Loop the loop in the sky We turned over and over again It's a good job I'm an easy going chap Take things as they come He quite thought the stunts were cute But my nerves they didn't suit I cried, I'm jumping out, and grabbed hold of the parachute. Then he shouted, that won't open, it's no good. I said, well, I don't care a rap. If it's broken and not sound, I'll get quicker to the ground. It's a good job, I'm an easy-going chap. It occurred once to me that a new dish I'd be. So the camp one day I took by storm. As I strolled about there, all the girls I declare Fast remarks about my manly form It's a good job, I'm an easy-going chap 
take things as they come. They said he's so thin and tall, through a crack he'd almost crawl. If you're looking at him sideways, then you can't see him at all. He's so skinny, like a skeleton he looks, and a fat he hasn't a scrap. I said, though I've not a lot, still I'm proud of what I've got. It's a good job, I'm an easy-going chap. One night I rang the bell at a country hotel And someone came down in the gloom We're all full of this head, but we'll fix up a bed If you're willing to share baby's room It's a good job, I'm an easy-going chap Take things as they come I said fix me anywhere, baby's room I'll gladly share As soon as I commenced undressing, I got such a scare in the doorway. Such a lovely girl appeared, I was just putting on my nightcap. Goodness, who are you? I cried. I'm the baby, she replied. It's a good job, I'm an easy-going chap. from the great George Formby. That was easy-going chap. Before that, William Bach. Now, I, I knew him very, very well. And there was his song there called The Civil War. William Bach. Tao Mo's Hawaiian jazzites did you like, no alike. Uh, uh, Gregor and his Gregorians. It was very uh, big spider back uh, influence there with something called Gregorology. And Horace Henderson. And his orchestra were at the start of that set. Uh, the vocal was by Viola Jefferson. And she sang, oh boy, I'm in the groove. Well, I'm in the groove always. That's me, Courtney, the old Kaiser, here at WFMU Tuesday nights from 7 to 8, playing 78 RPM records. 78 RPM records. Like they're going out of style. Now look, there's been talk. It's over, it's just talk. Which is cheap, by the way. Remember, talk, yeah, yeah. Anyway, just a big talk. Talk about honoring me, the old codger, with a Lifetime Achievement Award for my career in radio. Now, I'm, I'm not certain who's doing the talking. I hear the voices in my head, but uh, I don't recognize them. At any rate, you would surely agree, or a listener, that if anyone has earned uh, a Lifetime Achievement Award, in radio, it's me. Now, such an award, let's say, is based on commitment to quality broadcasting or superior programming, innovation on the airwaves, and sustained excellence. And most importantly, of course, keeping the listener satisfied. I mean, that pretty much rules out just about everybody else. Certainly everyone else on WFMU. I mean, around here, no one can offer a week's worth of excellence. If they gave awards for sustained mediocrity in broadcasting, WFMU is full of worthy nominees. It would be impolite of me to mention any names. So, do I deserve a Lifetime Achievement Award? Well, who's doing the voting? What does the award consist of, anyway? And by the way, how can they measure the achievements of my lifetime when my lifetime is, is ongoing. It's still underway. I mean, it's likely that the longer I live, the more I will achieve in, in the field of radio. Maybe they should give me a, a half-life achievement award because in terms of the elements of the profession, I remain radioactive, you could say. Now, I've got Lola Bell Pancake. She's my assistant. She's looking into the possibility of this award, or, let's face it, the inevitability of the award. So Lola Bell, she's busy. She's in her spare time, not doing the radio show. She's been collecting data. She's been soliciting opinions, investigating rumors, 
she's been eavesdropping and spying. Now, so far, she tells me she's come up with nothing concrete, but we suspect the presentation of the award, the Lifetime Achievement Award, is going to be a sort of surprise party. Now, I promise I will act surprised, but I won't be, because I deserve it. And it's about time.
My friends, consider the humble comma. Sometimes it makes all the difference. Let's eat, children. Let's eat, children. It's this kind of insight that inspired the innovators at Del Barton Holistics to create a new kind of chew and swallow energy product. It's called the Gross Butt Bar. Tastes terrible, but you see, it's the one with the comma. The Gross Butt Bar is an all-natural pick-me-up made of the finest artisanally curated ingredients. Silky kale, decadent carob, koi pouting lecithin, some kind of mineral-rich shale byproduct, cardio-compatible catfish oil, Trader Joe-grade methadrine compote, genuine pseudoephedrine, the kind mama used to hide, non-chill-filtered acai bark, Processed Rancho Malario Ash, locally sourced. A proprietary amalgam of rare phosphorescent algae, reasonably scarce spirulina, and or gelatinous gobs of common everyday gut bacteria plucked at the very peak of probiotic likelihood. And cruelty-free raisin-derived flavonoids for sweetness. Gross taste. But these powerful ingredients will leave you... Well, they'll leave you, eventually. So whether you're taking a test or gearing up for a grueling workout in need of a little midday pep or simply hangry, think gross, but, and whatever you do, don't leave out the comma. Gotta get out of here quick and make room for Morris Coney Island. Well, that was uh, Fred Elizaldi, and I've got the world on a string. Uh, Miles Davis and Charlie Parker did Half Nelson, and Bud Freeman 
and in summer come loud, orchestra did the ear. So uh, this is your concert. Look for coupons. I'm telling you, that can be used at your local grocer in this week's copy of the Old Codger Penny Saver, which can be found on your front stoop every Friday morning. So uh, do the idea. Oh, I, 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 they want me to read this disclaimer. All opinions expressed on the Old Codger Radio Show fully represent the views of the WFMU management and staff and the DJs and their spouses and partners and children and pets and all the station volunteers. So this is WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope in York City and Rockland County, 91.9 FM and online at WFMU.org. And I have a question. Is that the real voice of the old codger? Because I'm just, I don't know. Is it his real voice? Yeah, that's the old codger. Courtney T. Really? Really? Courtney T. Edison? Really? Yeah. Well, um, that's sure um, blowing my mind. Not, not really. No, not, not really, Nadia. I heard that. Yeah.
So 